we're going to continue, thank God, this time, remember to make photocopies. We could pass these around. What we've been learning, <coughs> what we've been learning is, um, I've been finding so, so strong on Fridays. <coughs> so strong on Fridays. This is like a very, a very serious Indian. A very mamash, mashu lechol nefesh. This week I learned an amazing thing. I guess, maybe, maybe most of you know it. What, how do you tell... Uh, how do you, when someone asks you in, in Hebrew, like the word lama, what's the, what's the answer? Kacha. <laughs> well, this is very cool. Kacha in Kabbalah is, stands for something. You know what, I'm sure someone here knows this. Kacha, no, not kach. <laughs> it stands for something. Kacha is keter kol haktarim in the, in the Sifra Kabbalah. You've seen this, Ali, no? Keter, keter kol haktarim, zatomeret. Why did Hashem create the world? Kacha. Bemet, it's like, it's a very pnimi thing. It's also like, it's realism. It's like, Manishma hakol beseder. You know how deep that, that answer is? It's true. Everything in the world is actually in this, in order. In also the Leila Seder. Hakol based, it's true. Hakol bemet beseder, like in the Seder. Kacha. I want to just think this for a second. Ashreya Amshe, Kacha lo. So is it, okay, why did Hashem create the world Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos? You can give any, any answer in the world, but the highest answer is a Keter answer. It's like, because that's what He wanted to do. Why did Hashem Barach create such a situation that for us, Friday afternoons can be torture? It's like every time you, every time you go to one of these, one of these questions... There is a kacha element. So if, if everything's kacha, why are we learning anything, Bichlam? I can keep on going back to that answer for everything. Why is it like this? Kacha. Keter kolaktarim. Kacha. Keter kolaktarim means crown of all crowns. Like the crown, the highest level, the highest sphere. Keter kolaktarim. Why? Kacha. Kacha. But we have to, we have to we'll do whatever we can with, in the back of, or the front of our minds, a, a kacha reality. Whatever we're learning about why things are the way they are, we can learn a bunch of things about it. But in the root of it, the highest level to be shalem with is kacha, which is a very, I mean, do you understand that like, it's, it's a very complicated uh, relationship over there. But in the, in the sea of, of, of Pneumius, that is the highest level. Keter kolaktarim, mamash kacha, Hashem shekacha lo. I told you guys, I was once at a shiva house and, uh, up in Yonatan, and someone was um, trying to menachem of a father. Uh, he just lost his wife, young, 40s. And uh, he said there, Gevalt, he said, Lama yomru agoyim. <laughs> That's what we say in Halil. You right? said that in Shul. I said in Shul once, yeah. Lama, like, why? No, no, no. Yomru agoyim. Ashram shekachalo. So, with, with, with that in mind, I want to learn today. Okay. <coughs> what, 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 what daft did I give you? It's like the, the top, the number? Kuf. Huh? Kuf Ayin Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yoshua. So, uh, <coughs> when Shlomo Zalman Arbach lost his wife, he, uh, I, 
you, at the Kerry, you're supposed to say a tefillah you say, ask forgiveness for your wife. Right. So he didn't say it. They asked him why. He says, because I, I don't have to say it. He says, why not? He says, well, because when, the night that we got married, I told my wife, he said, from now, anytime we have an argument, you're going to be right. Hmm. Kaha. Kaha. <laughs> Good luck, boys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I love stories that make exactly. us feel like... Kaha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so what, we, what have we been learning over here? We've been learning over here how cruel the midah of ka'as, of anger, is because ka'as removes us. What does it remove from us? Our neshamas. Huh? Ashkina. Like the real us is not alive when we're in a state of anger. And we've been learning that that's true. So the more there's like a cast, the more there's a, a tension on Friday afternoon. You know, that's normal. And the more that we are in a in a world, in a Olam Shana Benefesh also. It's 57.82, it's Erev Shabbos also, right? We've been talking, 50, yeah, 57.82. So that's also been like, on an Erev Shabbos world level, it's been like that for a while. And I thought about this this week, we talked about it in the Parsha Shir. Friday afternoons are so intense because we've said already many times, that's the time that Chava and Adam ate from the Tree of Knowledge. <coughs> the Palatania says that that Indian of being in Gan Eden... Right, the only time we were in Gan Eden was in Gan Eden, and then it came back one more time that we were kind of in Gan Eden. When was that? When we got the Torah. How long did that last for? Very short amount of time till this parsha. Kitisa Cheta Egel, we're out of we're out of there again. What's the Machana Meshutaf? What's the common denominator between Chet Eitzadat and Cheta uh, Egel? So we learned this week it had to do with a lack of savlanut. A lack of patience. We learned in Parashashir that Chazal tell us, had Adam and Chava waited two more hours, that fruit, whatever it was, would have been permissible. But they said it has to be now, and therefore what happened, happened. Fast forward to the sin of the, of the golden calf. Had they waited how long? Six. Boshesh Lavo, Bashesh, Bav. Six hours. Had they waited six hours, the same Inyan. That it would, he would have been back. Listen, Aaron Akon tells the women, go and, tells the men, go and get your wives' jewelry. jewelry. He, he thought it would take at least more than six hours for the Medelach to part from their necklaces. But you see, when there's a taiva for things having to go your way, you suddenly act with impulses that you can't, even, you can't explain. And they went and they gave it right away. So they come back to Aaron Akon and it's like, oh my God, I thought he'd be back by the time that they bring me the, the jewelry, right? But what's the, <laughs> what's the machanem shutaf there? Is that if something doesn't happen on my time, mm. or the time that I think it should happen, ka'as comes into the world. So they thought they were preempting ka'as by filling in a vice, both Adam and Chava and the Yidin in our parasha. So that's why Friday afternoons are very similar to Cheta Egel, whatever time. The truth is, when was... Let's see, when was Cheta Egel on a weekday? Does anyone know? If we could figure this out. It's a little bit complicated because of all the non-chronologically, uh, in, uh, the, the no integrity with chronology in the Torah. Mm-hmm. So we know that the Kula Alma B'Shabbos Nitna Torah. Shabbos was, the Torah was given on Shabbos, 
And the Midrash says that Parshas Mishpatim was given on Motzei Shabbos. The question is, when was Chet Ha'egel? Oh, 40 days. From what day? Like, what day of the week? So, again, I'm, I'm doing a cheshbon. What day of the week? What day of the week was Shivasa Betamus? But if that year, Vav Sivan was Shabbos. Right, right. <laughs> no, you have these. You have, you have, like, you know, people like the Chasam Sofer. He would, he, would, he would actually, like, he would speak about these things all the time. I don't know. It'd be interesting to know. It would be interesting to see if really Cheta Egel was Friday afternoon again. It probably, it probably was. Did they have leap years back then? I don't think there's an Abraham there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yuri wasn't there to ask the question. There was no Pitushnim. No one could ask. And Yuri was not there to provide any answers. You could have saved us the golden calf, Yuri, if you just would have uh, It was forty days after Right, I'm saying what was four so what's forty what what would it be forty days? Forty two is forty two is seven, that's six weeks, huh? Whatever. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, anyway. Now look 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 down at we're on the bottom of Kuf Ayn He. Achadna Tamim Shemikarea Khanot Lashabis Kodesh. So this is so deep. If during the week, when I get angry, my neshama leaves me, then on Shabbos, when I get an extra neshama, if I get angry on Shabbos, yeah. I, I feel even more dead. Because the re- the regular me neshama the regular neshama that I am during the week, which is still alive on Shabbos, plus this additional yoma, you know Shabbos neshama also leaves me because Shabbos is called yoma de nishmasa, yoma de lagufa beklal. It's not a day that has shaykhs to the body, but you are you put yourself so much into the body, and so much less of your neshama aspect, even more so on Shabbos, because you receive more access to that thing that leaves you when you go into a state of, of, of chaos. I thought, Jer- I thought Jerry was next to me for a second. It's just it, Tom. Channeling Jerry. Uh, Tom. It's Tom. <laughs> it's Tom and Jerry. That's an amazing thing. Meaning, because there's more of an access to this world of Yomad and Ishmasa, more of, an, more of Neshama, then the, the more that there's a possibility to actually attach myself to it, the more there's also a possibility to feel the pain of what ka- the damage of what anger does to us, because it's Yomad Nishmasim. Ve'itam ari akadosh u'michazal akadoshim shebechol erev Shabbos kodesh machzir ma'ishir abenu livni Yisrael is shnei aksarim nasa v'nishma. Right? We remember when we when we when we did the chet ha'egel, the two k'tarim, right? The two crowns keter, the two crowns that were placed on our heads were taken from us. But every Friday. Uh, every, what does he say? Yeah, every Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Moshe Rabbeinu comes to every Yid and brings back the Ketarim. You see, Nasa Venishma is basically a, a, an acceptance of a Kacha relationship because Nasa is basically adherence to Kacha. Nasa Venishma is Kacha. It's, it's the same thing. Right, 
Everyone comes down to this world with tremendous strengths for davening, for, for learning, for fixing of our characteristic traits. But when a person blemishes, then God forbid he loses the strength to do the work that he's supposed to do in this world. Now, generally speaking, in Sifri Chasidus, when they speak, when they say the word pogem, blemish, that's generally speaking about the bris. Here, I want to say that perhaps he's going to show us the pagam over here that he's speaking about, because he hasn't meant, he's mentioned Shemir but not in this context yet. Maybe he means that when you do allow anger to get any part of you, you think you're getting strong because anger looks like it's strength. It's the weakest thing in the world. It makes you so weak. Anger actually weakens youth. It looks like you're becoming strong. It's not, a, it's not at all true. It's an ashlaya. It's an illusion. Anger actually weakens you. And it doesn't enable you to do the, 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 the avodah you, you want to do and that you feel like you're meant to do in this world. It's, I, by the way, I didn't plan that we'd be up to here by this parsha. It's mamish ashgacha. This is what the aspect of the broken tablets are all about. When there's anger, you also lose nasav anishma. You lose the ability to have the strength to live in a ashreya amshekachalo kind of a world. That world, it takes a lot of strength to be in this world. Of Why did God do all this? Kacha. I need a lot of strength to go, to choose to not use my kepi so much and to makabel. This is the way God wanted it to be. When anger gets even an ounce of me, I don't have strength to do the most simple, to get to the most simple conclusions in my life. The nasa v'nishma is taken away from me. And then I live in a world of nishma b'naaseh. That's what anger brings a person to. It makes them live in a world of nishma b'naaseh. What's the pnimius of the difference over here between a Jew that lives nasa v'nishma or a Jew that lives nishma v'naaseh? Does, does it make sense? My question? Huh? It's the kacha. Like, but what kind of, what, what, what's, what's the difference in that person, in that yid? Like, who, what kind of yid is he? A nishma v'nasa kind of Jew. He's reactive instead of proactive. He's angry all the time. He's reacting to what's around He's reacting, always reactive. Mm-hmm. There's never a sense of like, tov, yesh po there's a bigger picture going on over here. It's right now, it's the moment, it's, it's not working according to my time. Nishma v'nasa is basically Adam and Chava in leaving Gan Eden and Tzidin making the golden calf is nishma v'nasa. But when an Erev Shabbos Kodesh, when I say Ad Khan anger, then Moshe Rabbeinu says, oh, thank you so much. I could put back on you the k'tarim of Nasa v'nishma. Now we can go back to Nasa v'nishma. Because Shabbos is really a kacha. It's a kacha world. It's a kacha day. Like, you know, what's happening in the world? I don't know. And I really don't care. Because not only is there nothing that I can do about it, there's nothing I'd want to do about it, even if it was permissible for me. Like choosing to fully go into a kacha kind of a place. Because Moshe Rabbeinu came to me, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, and put these k'tarim on my head, like I told you guys last week about, I saw this from comedian, uh, this from comic, right? That was describing a Jewish house, a from house. If, if Lichbenchig is 427, what a Jewish house really looks like at 426 and what it really looks like at 428, right? It's, you think we're completely, you know, psychotic or, or everyone has bipolar, like mamash. 426, 
the rage and everything. At 427, Moshe Rabbeinu came and put two ksarim on us. So by 428, you look like, you know, Yom Shekul Shabbos, Something happens at candlelighting. It's not like a, something does happen. This happens. Moshe Rabbeinu really does come with these ktarim. But I have to do, so in order for the, those ktarim, for these crowns to last on me, what's my avoda? Then I'm aware that I will do everything I can to not give anger an entry into anything. Now this is going to make the whole Indian of being together with people on Shabbos that much harder. Because like we spoke about, Lo tevaru eish, bechol moshvaseichem b'yom Shabbos. Like don't, don't light up fires when you guys are actually dwelling together on Shabbos, because that ten, tends to what happens when people congregate. As much as we love each other, he's going to get there as well. Again, um, la, the, bottom, the bottom line again, V'zewa b'china shel shivrei luchos, V'zewa b'china shel ibud shnei aktarim. This is what means when you lose these two crowns, you lose the ability to live in a ashrei ha'am shekaka lo world. U'b'shavis kodesh yesh hashavas aveda. Hashavat aveda. The Rebona Shleim, Moshe Rabbeinu performs the mitzvah of returning lost objects. Hashavat aveda. שיכול האדם לקבל מחדש את כל מה שנאבד ממנו, שחוזר אליו שני הכתרים עם הנשמה היתרה וכל ההשפעות. The two crowns come back, the neshama yetera is now back to you, and now you can regain access to all the things you once had, which were lost during the week due to anger. Because like you said before, anytime anger gets the best of me, I lose the best of me as well. It's just the way it is. Shabbos is the time that there's a Shabbat Aveda. It's a beautiful thing. So the Rosh explains that um, <clears throat> we all know that if you lose 50 shekels, there's a halachic principle of Yehush. At some point, I'm just going to forget about the 50 shekels, and that's the end of the story. So what happens <clears throat> with a lot of people, or maybe just me, is that I'm Yehush, I'm lost. I'm never going to be found. It's the end of the story. But, you see, I belong to God. Right. God is not Mithyayish. God is never, never. ever Mithyayish. Uh-huh. And God is always holding on to the best parts of ourselves. What's that? He's worth more than 50 shekels. Yeah, that's already a self-value. That's already. Yeah, that's already. He's saying, is God, he, whenever I lost, even the best parts of myself, I'm holding on to them. There's a Torah from the original. He says, he says this in Ner that everyone's always worried about like you know the highs we reach. What do we do with them once the high is gone? So he says, it can't be that you have a high that was just meant for a moment. The original the, the, the says, Emuna means that the Rebbeinu Shleim takes that high, he stores it in a place called Otsar, it's a treasure chest, and when you say, that Hashem you give people what they need when they need it, Emuna means the Rebbeinu Shleim knows exactly when to take from that Otsar to give me back that moment that I once experienced. And I guess his Shliach is Moshe Rabbeinu, and I have Shabbos Kodesh over here to give us back that moment that we knew, you know, we, that, that gave us back our whole chiyas. Ve'echad mi'ikarei ha'achana lekabel shuv b'chinas ha'neshama. So what are we trying to do here on Fridays? We're trying to be lehitkonen, to prepare ourselves for this awesome gift that happens, to receive our neshama, right? But basically it means also one of our preparations for anger management. Let's just call it for what it is. Okay, one of our preps for anger management is, 
Okay, so this is a term that shows up in the Gemara a lot. Naicha de Sita de Gdusha. We started learning this like about a month ago. Naicha can either mean Noach, right? And we spoke a lot about how Noach, like on Shabbos, all we're trying to do is go into the Teva that we built and be saved from everything. Like Noach was Bechinas, you know, Naicha Le'ela, Naicha Le'tata. But Naicha de Sita de Gdusha also means Benachat Mitzad Gdusha. Okay, so let's speak about this for a second. There are a lot of things that we attach ourselves to that fall under the category of mitzvahs, kedusha, but they don't get implemented in a, in a nachat kind of way. Like Shabbos, meaning like the, like the march to Shabbos. But like, remember we said before that Moshe Rabbeinu, <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu ended up not being where he wanted to be the most because of inan nach benachat, situation by hitting the rock when we do mitzvahs but they come about in a state of non nachat tikdusha what do you think happens they think about this what happens if you end up being able to do the mitzvahs or learning or getting to shul on time but the process of doing all those things was not like someone reached out to me last week and said you have to give a whole shmuz on people that are learning Daf Yomi on the Cheshban of Shalom Bayis. And I thought it was a joke. I was like, why would someone learn, why would someone, how could someone come to the conclusion that finishing the Daf can ever be, can ever justify on the Cheshban of Shalom Bayis? I thought, I thought it was a joke. He said, no, no, it's actually a dibur amongst people that, that, that they have this, that there's an Indian, like, okay, I have the Daf. The Daf is Kodesh Kadashim, right? But what about in a world where it may not be Kodesh Kadashim because it's on the... Somehow, the way that you mapped it out in your day, it's on the Cheshbon of some sad that's not Naicha Desita Degdusha. Forget that the Daf is an easy example because it's very popular today. It can be like this with every single mitzvah. Everything. It's like you, uh, you scored a touchdown, but uh, you know, you're holding and you got called back. <laughs> it's nothing. I mean, you, you didn't... Yeah, I mean, you got it in, but then you didn't call back. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't accomplish anything. Well, that's Hashem's cheshbon. Meaning, I, I can't say that. The, it, it may be like that. Well, you missed the point of the mitzvah. You missed the maybe you missed the point, point of the mitzvah. The point of the mitzvah is to elevate to some connection. Nachon. And, Nachon. and if you're disconnected, Nachon. if you're disconnected, then you you miss the point of why you the mitzvah. That, the the point the, the point over here is that. If I can't score that touchdown, religiously speaking, benachat, then I'm not scoring the touchdown. So maybe that's really, maybe that's what we're saying the same thing. Naichat desirta degdusha. There's got to be nachat. And nachat, there's no, don't, there's no word in English for nachat. Bemet, there isn't. Let's throw out some that aren't true. Just to make sure we really understand. Why would you say nachat in English? Everyone's, I said, it's amazing, no one's saying anything because I said there's no word. Tranquility, pride. Serenity. More. Joy. More. Chill. Calm. I don't know. Zen. Sure. I think over here means being able to be attached to the side of Kedusha not on the cheshbon of anything else which may cause chaos. This happens all the time. So you're using the example of Shalom Bayit, but it, it, so is there a hierarchy? 
In other words, you, you have a mitzvah to do, right? But then by doing the mitzvah, potentially something else which is not great. But, so is there a, is it always going to be, if it's not being done benachat, then don't do it, do what's got to be? Because isn't there a concept of... No, you have to know. Mitzvah bale adcha al meaning... You can't just be like, if anything I'm doing right now causes any anger by anyone, then I shouldn't be doing it. That's not what we're saying either. We have to say, but he's saying over here, you have to take advantage of the moments where there's naicha desirta tekedusha and jump on them for dear life. Because life is going to, provi- life is going to present a million, of, million different types of moments where it's not possible to do it on the level of naicha desitra tekedusha, benachat from the side of kedusha. But when it does present itself, you must, that's what I think it means over here, mitzvah ha-ba-li-ad-cha do not ever, like, lose the, the opportunity to jump on a moment where there's just a mitzvah that's done benachat. You'll worry about the other stuff later, but we, we, the truth is, let's see how he, he's going to build this up. Nayach also means, like, kavua, no? I mean, like, you have a telephone nayach. Oh. Right, nayach and nayach. So, kubid nayach is such a kedusha is that it's something that's something which is which is grounded in kavua, something that's not a yeah. common go thing. It's a maybe. How would that work over here, though? What are you saying? You're saying that you have to get it again and again, right? Shub And only that way you have this tosef. I mean, if it's something which isn't like a common, even if it's something that's part of you on a consistent basis. And you can almost kind of get... Nahon. Oh, you're fair, you're fair, yeah. Okay, good, good, no, that's great. That's great, actually, mamash. Echad mikarei ha'achana lekabel shuv b'chinas ha'neshama ho'ayde kol naicha m'sitet ha'kedusha ve'al yide ken yel tosefet neshama shekmo shenitbaer she'al yide kaas me'abed chelke ha'neshama through anger we lose parts of ha'neshama ha'arei mida tova meruba she'ayde hitgabrut al kaas ve'kabdanut if, like we said before, if during the week I know that kas makes me lose part of my neshama, then by making sure I'm more, uh, you know, I was going to say makpid, but he actually says that's the, that's the midah you're supposed to stay away from. But if we understand it right, but if we're more, you know, make sure, I guess, that we don't, we're met, we're, we have our anger radar to the highest extreme, uh, whatever that means. And the PSS Rebbe actually gives us very clear directions where he says, you must be aware of your emotions to remind you, I don't want to be here. So you detect the path that led you to Kaas. Or the radar that says, oh, I'm actually feeling like this Nachas Desidikdusha. I do want to be here, but I have to remember how to always come back to these places. I have to make, I have to drop pins everywhere. I have to keep on dropping pins in my It's a great... Baruch Hashem, there's something good that came out of being able to use the technology of today and say, I'm dropping a pin here. Here, this, we spoke about this last week, this interaction with this person every Friday, and especially when I see him in shul every Friday night, has always led me to resentment and anger. Einstein's theory of insanity is? Right. So, is there is what's the chokma of thinking that this week is going to be different? Shemis Baruch showed you exactly what leads you to losing your neshama. What's if what if it's inevitability? That guy's going to show you're going to show you're going to see him. There's inevitability. Something's going to happen that you know it's going to. Okay, so then it's awareness. It's awareness. What are you? You're you're, you're, true, you're, you're Just because that's true, that means Hashem doesn't give you bechira to be aware of it. That's that's the celebration of humanity. That's the celebration of of of, of Yeah, but 
Yeah. You, can't, you might not be able to change the outside, but you can change your inside. I can't change the reality of me seeing this right. person. This is their makom kavua. Right. But I can open up my, my right. Mind. I'm gonna hear that rabbi say the same thing every Friday, and he always gets to me. It makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I change my change perspective on the thing. Change shoes. No, that. <laughs> 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 right. It'll, 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 it'll be wherever you go. You're that guy. <laughs> Right, but, yeah, but then they realize, like, you know, at a certain point, this is a Hasidic story, like, the guy that changed shul and shul and shul, until um, he realized, he, actually, this over here, he realized, it's me, it's, I'm Shivri Luchas. I just, that's what I bring to every shul, and I put in the aron of that shul. I'm Shivri Luchas. Cynical. Huh? Cynical, always. Yeah. Mamash, that, that's a, by the way, that's a very, like, it's, it's a very strong synonym of, of the person, the Shivri Luchas Yid, is that cynical, sarcastic year that t- takes his, schleps his thing to every shuler, to every rav, to every teacher, and he, till, he, till, that, till that moment of saying, okay, everyone's agitating me, everything gets me angry, Hashem should have rachmanes on this. Okay, I want to continue. Every week is a world on its own. ועולם זה מקבל את כל השפעותיו מהשבת. The hashpa'a, meaning the whatever we've received, basically, to understand this, like, lemaisa. Any, yeah, but it means like any koach, anything we've received this past week, came from the kedusha of the past Shabbos. There's two ways of looking at the role that Shabbos plays. Either everything's a build-up to Shabbos, or that Shabbos itself is ke'ilu, like we say, t'chila l'mikra'i kodesh. That any moment of awareness that I'll have during the following week, t'chila l'mikra'i kodesh, is actually comes from Shabbos. He says over here, every week is its own world. The world that existed this past week received its ashpa from wherever we were last Shabbos. Pause. So can anyone transport themselves back to where they were in their mind and heart last Shabbos? Bemet. Hmm? At what moment? Whatever you, whatever you want to choose to remember. You have to work it out. You have to go backwards and try to get there. Yeah, but the Lubashama, it's possible. It's possible. We are hopefully aware, conscious, hidden. Does anyone remember anything that they went through last Shabbos? Moment, last Shabbos, okay? You remember Lechadodi? What was Lechadodi? There was a great cousin. There was a great cousin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, 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 I think like it's, it's more in India. Like you're very sweet, everybody, but like you know what, what the midah that you went through last Shabbos. But I mean, when there was no, no one there, it was just you and your kids at the Shabbos table. Like what was, what was going on there, right? It was sometimes like wow. I remember. I actually remember now. There was no lechadodi. <laughs> Okay, I just explained that my whole week to myself right now. Okay. Olam zem mekabelet kuwa. Olam shenef. When you said at Shabbos, I, I had this like, this kind of a practice, like, like, drop those pins on Shabbos. Yeah. Like, where I am, like, and I just, yeah. like, remember this one, and remember this one. So then I'm okay. here, like, today, you know, I can't remember what happened to me then. Yeah. You know, that when I was sitting there. 
So this is what, what we said right now, obviously, is based on what the Zohar Kodesh says. All the brachas that come from above and below was taluy and where I was this last Shabbos. The Eila Vitata, up and down, up and below, what is he talking about? It means, what does Listen from Yidin, you've said the words Vayinafash probably 3,000 times in your lives. Give me a little bit of a kavana of what any person in this room has had. That's your moment of Musa for the morning. It's 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 mamet like Avarno Kolkvul. We we gotta start like learning what we're saying. I I'm Bemet, I don't take it for granted that I grew up um, you know, talking Hebrew to my father before we even made Aliyah. It's a different different program, but we have to understand what we're saying. We could chuckle, Vayinafash can look like the most Heilige moment if I don't understand what it means. What did he just say Vayinafash means? It's so beautiful. He says Shabbos Kodesh is the nefesh and the neshama of the week that will come after it. The more that man works hard on avoiding being a kapdan, Eli, please give me the magic word right now. Kapdanish? Yes. Because, I'll tell you why it's hard. No, no, he, he brings this word over and over again. But it's a hard word to translate. We had it such a hard time last week. Because being makpid can also be a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm makpid in Shmirat mitzvot. I'm makpid. But having a kpeda on someone, that's really what, what he's saying over here. I was waiting. I, <laughs> I've never even heard Partilius. <laughs> Partilius. Tom, you ever write a you ever write a song with that word? <laughs> you never even heard that word. <laughs> Partilius. Oh, oh, I should have. I'm sorry. You should have said from the beginning. Uchvimash Adam Mishdal Yimanami. Partiliousness. Harehu Zochel and Shamai Terabe Shabbat. Vaideken you call him Ota Shavua Bofen Aleote, Viskeliotet, Toraut Filavit, Kareviotel, Avinush Bashamaim. Meaning, if, I, if a conscious avodah of mine on Shabbos is to make sure that I do whatever I can, to avoid going into places that in the past have brought me to a state of kaas or kabdanut, and your example is perfect. If I know that every week this happens to me when I go there, and I'm expecting something else, so I've just accepted this is the reality, part of my Shabbos is kaz, is this the way it is? Then he's saying, you're preventing yourself from having a week filled with new hashbaot. Mm. Forget about your Shabbos for a second. Think about life, think about the world that's being created for this next week. 
Everyone has this, by the way. I'm not singling Yosef out. I'm not singling you out. Everyone has. We all have these things. Shabbos table with our kids, like, at the same time, at the same week, the same thing happens. Same Disney songs. Whatever it is, everyone has their own, yeah. So then how, how is that avoidable? Like, how do I avoid that? How, how, how do I get to the point where, okay, I accept the fact that I want my Shabbat table to be a Mizbeach, but I have the, whatever, songs that I don't want at the table, but it's not right. up to me. So, so do I accept that? Am I happy about it? That's the Shalom Bayit in your town. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. He, he, that's what he was saying before, yeah. Huh? I love that he's singing these songs. Great. Right. <laughs> so he can come to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what an table. Right. I didn't try a different mindset. Right. No, no, no. It, it, it's, it's definitely not anyone's avoda other than the person that gets agitated. I'm, I'm working so hard on not talking about you. It's unbelievable. It's funny talking about me. No, 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 no. It's not. It's a lion yan. It's a lion yan. It's a lion yan. Because everyone has the, the bechina of the I Disney put, song. I put it out there. I'm, I'm just saying. You know what? But I'll show you the phone afterwards. You'll see. Everyone, everyone. Right. You're just the guinea pig of actually speaking about this Torah live. But everyone has these inyanim. What are we supposed to... How do we shomerat menu on whatever, whatever cost it is? From the things that we know agitate us every single week. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to happen already. So what are the, so he says, it's not for now. But I'll tell you why. Because this is different. The ways to deal with these things are different from every person. But awareness is key. I have to be aware of the thing that I know that brings me to a place that I lose my neshama every Shabbos and come to a conclusion that I say, I don't want this. Not that I don't want the songs, that too, but I don't want the effect of losing my neshama to happen. That's what I don't want. It's not the song. It's who I become. It's not that I don't like the songs. It's that I, my Shabbos at that moment gets ruined, and my week, the next week after that, and all the hashpa'ot of the week after that, kiv yachol, there's a, there's a, a stima in the tzinor. I clogged whatever the Yibonah Shleilam hashpa'ot chadashot, it seems like it's, it's, it's clogged. So is one supposed to be happy at that specific time? Supposed to be. I'm asking, is, is, the, goal, is the goal to be happy at that time? Listen, you gotta, but you got to make it. There are a few psychologists in the room. You got to make it. You got to make it. Yuri. Could I, I could share like just a, share a, like a metaphor that, that I use a lot for all these kinds of things. And it's, it's the uninvited party guest, right? So imagine you have this guy that you really dislike and you're throwing a big party. And he shows up. I'm going through it very quickly. He shows up, and you're frustrated. He's, why'd he come? What you know? You know, but you realize after a while that the more you're, you know, you're focused on keeping him out, keeping away from your other guests, not you know, avoiding him, you're missing your own party, right? You're, you're, you know, the more focused you are there. So the only solution at that point becomes. I'll accept the fact that, that this is there and I'll enjoy my party. And eventually you come to, to kind of accept and, and even appreciate that person, right? Because you're not in your, you know, having that, that conflict with yourself. It's not, you know, it's not the solution for every problem, I've right? Accepted the, I've accepted the fact that it's going to happen. I've accepted yeah. the fact that but it, it is, that it is what it out. is. And I don't, and I don't, get, it, I don't get angry. But accepting means... But it's not, a, it's not an anger thing. Let's take a little differently. Is that whatever the issue is, okay. whatever the issue is, okay. dealing with it in the moments 
is oh, probably, never a good thing. Yeah. So, but okay. sitting, sitting with whatever child it is, beforehand, saying, "Look, I know what's going to happen because it already happened." Okay. And I just want you to know, I love you, and I'm really not happy about this. Been there, done that. <laughs> it's so, not for now. That's what okay, I'm saying. I, I know. I know what I've said before, but this Indian is not for now. But okay. I don't. I don't know where he's going with it. But um, I don't know where he's going to go. But I know on a Lamaisa level, in terms of these things and what goes on at the Shabbat table, I remember when I first um, started learning at the Smichat Taber, and um, if anyone's done that, they give you these questions after the shear, and you can take them and do them at the table. Right. And, you know, they always tell you that, like, Torah is the seizing, Torah is the antidote. And, and I would come to the Shabbat, ta Shabbat table before that, and people would talk about all kinds of whatever it was. They're on the Shahara and the movies and this and that. And then I found out, once you just, like, sprinkle a little Torah at the table, all of a sudden, like, everything changes. I, I can, I can, I, it's happened at my table. I can say one line, one question, hour and a half. That's true. Boom, an hour and a half. And, and it's all, whatever else is, is gone. It's the difference and, between being proactive and like anticipating something that, that happens all the time. So they say, like, if you're on your way to Shul and you're having that thought, you can only have one at a time. How do you push out that thought? Torah. You got to, like, you put Torah into your head. Then all of a sudden, whatever, that, whatever you had, I'm not telling you I'm good at this, but I'm just telling you that <laughs> clearly, clearly, as I says, this is the, 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 the solution is Torah. You know, but Torah in your head, you got to, like, if you bring Torah into it, all of a sudden, it pushes out all that other stuff. Yeah. That is the... Yeah. I, I don't know where he's going. But well, that, that one, one more paragraph for today. You'll see where he's going with this. Ita b'chazal ha-kloshim ha-tzadikim s'chisam again alaynu. She'echad m'atzinorot l'skot l'hashpaot tovot b'gashmiut. B'anei chayim v'zoni. The tzadikim say that actually that one of the pipelines, sorry, that, that uh, merit people for tremendous good things to happen to them. Dafka b'gashmiut, he's saying, is through Alide Kol Naicha Misita Degdusha is actually something very spiritual. This concept of Kol Naicha Misita Degdusha, where there's peace in the world of, of Kedusha. The only vessel that God found for, uh, for a, a blessing is, is peace itself, that all the brachas Hashem wants to give us can only really reside on us if there's shalom. And like, it's not just a cute chazal, it's, it makes all the sense in the world. If, if brachas want to, in order for a bracha to be a bracha and do what it's got to do, what's the vessel for it? Only shalom. Shalom is not just, oh, you know, like us and uh, currently right now, maybe with Egypt, like that's the peace process. That's not what we're talking about. Right now, we don't have a machloket. Ela shalom hu gamal atzmo bepnimiyuto. There's shalom with you and you. Eviat Rabbanai has a line in one of his songs. It's a song everyone should listen to. It's called Avarachaman. It's angelic, but he has a line in there. He says, Lasot shalom beni leven atzmi. And then he says, once I do that, then I could lipol el zrootav hamushatot. If I only understand that making shalom between myself and me enables me to really feel the merchav to fall into the Ribbon arms. That's great. 
That's what it means, shalom. הפך הבחינה של אין שלום בעצמי מפני חטאתי. שהעולם הזה הוא כולו קטטה, והוא ההפך מנייך. Like this world, someone asked me yesterday, someone that I'm learning with that is, didn't grow up religious, but he, he's very, very, feels very מתרגש from um, anything that has to do with, with any word he learns. And he says, איך אמרו העולם הזה? איך הרבנים קראו לעולם הזה? I was like, כן, עולם השקר. Like, this world is עולם השקר. Straight out. But our job is to bring moments of עולם האמת into עולם השקר. How? שלום. There's no other way. העולם הזה הוא כולו קטטה, והוא ההפך מנייך. ההפך מנעימות וערבות וטוב לבב. What we see with our eyes in this world is the exact opposite of that which enables שלום to take place. ולא מצא הקדוש ברוך הוא כלי מחזיק ברכה, אלא השלום, the only vessel that God found for his blessings to reside is peace. But what do we say about Shabbos Kodesh? Shabbos Kodesh הוא מקור הברכה. וזהו הבחינה של שלום. We say, כי היא, לקראת שבת, לכו ונלכה, toward Shabbos we will go, כי היא מקור הברכה. Because Shabbos is the source of blessing. That means that if there's such blessing happening on Shabbos, there's also the opportunity to create the vessel for that blessing to last for the rest of the week. Through how? Running away from anger. Running away, do, preemptive striking, tactics, strategies, all this work we've been talking about, whatever, you, whatever it is. Brenner, I like what you said. Throw, instead of talking about Scott Baio at your Shabbos table, throw out like... Throw, throw out, throw out um, uh, one word. It doesn't matter what it is. Throw out one word of Torah. It's true. I, I've seen that happen quite often. Throw out an intriguing question that gets people to think and ask. And even if it sounds a little funny and cute, whatever, if, if you know that eventually at these Shabbos tables you get agitated by the fact that there's a lack of something or something that you don't want, preemptive. Once, once like, this becomes clear to me, my whole inyan is to be able to create for God and say, here, you can come here. Hashem, here. I, I'm here. Like, you, you can put your bracha in here and, it, and it'll last. Then your whole week, he's saying, forget Shabbos. Your week afterwards, kula mitbarchin min eila vetata. The whole week afterwards, the hashpa of the week, it's a completely different week. So this is already the third week in a row we've been harping on this concept because I think this is... This is Dvarim Mashav Nechol Nefesh, this inyan of calling Kaas, where it's at, in order to really have Shabbos, in order to also have a Shabbos Dekel week. So we'll continue with this, Be'ezrat Hashem, next week. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.